This program is being sponsored by the partners and friends of Keith Butler Ministries. Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you'll receive this pre-selected book of the month. God's not bad at you. Please visit www.keithbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift. Now, he may have assigned you to a certain place to do it. He may assign you to be in you know, medicine. He may assign you to do it in science. He may assign you to do it in some other field. But whatever field he puts you in is for that purpose. And he gave you that body for that purpose, praise God, to keep it healthy so that you could do that. But guess what happens if you don't take care of that body? What will happen is you will then turn inward. And all your time, focus, and energy will be only inward. Hi, I'm Keith Butler. Welcome to Live Your Faith Broadcast. This broadcast is about your getting the Word of God in a way you can understand it and use it in your daily life. Romans 1.16 says the Word of God is the power of God to all deliverance. So let's go to the Word and let's walk in deliverance in Jesus' name. Third John, of course, uh, John's letter here says to Gaius, he says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. And the word prosper means succeed here. And be in health. And the word health means well in body. But then he gives us a caveat that is very important. Even as thy soul prospers. Now, sickness and disease is part of the curse. Amen. You'll read it, praise God, Deuteronomy 28. You'll read it from stem to stern, praise God. That uh, sickness and disease is never a blessing. And in fact, the supposition that God would use the curse in order to bless is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Amen. But 3 John 2 lays out for us the necessary areas to work on to be in health. And he does it with this statement, as your soul prospers. So that will include the understanding of this subject of health and healing. It would include a willingness to do everything necessary as the scripture instructs because the soul is the mind, will, and the emotions of an individual. And if you don't know this by now, praise God, but your soul, your Mind, your emotions does have an impact on the health of your physical body. That's an acknowledged and known fact now. Praise God. Uh, amen. And no question about it. 
And so you need to rec recognize that there's more also into this when he says that your soul may prosper. Because the prosperity of the soul will mean that you then function in the wisdom of God. The knowledge of God's word. Understanding of it. The Bible said in all that getting, getting understanding. Okay, amen. Said that wisdom is the principal thing to get it. Wisdom, of course, takes knowledge and executes it successfully. And he said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And so when he talks about your soul prospering and health, there's a direct tie to the prosperity of the mind. And it's, praise God, being renewed in the word God. Your will concerning acting upon what you find. And whether or not you govern your emotions according to the scripture. All's combined with whether or not you have health or not. Amen. And see, having the wisdom of God or having knowledge, and I'll just give you a, a, a physical example of this. Uh, we know today, you know, science says anyway, on, on this case, I happen to agree, I believe them. What science says that uh, smoking does damage to your lungs. Right? Other parts of your body. There's no argument about that today. Okay, amen. And so since, since we know that, you have that knowledge, your will concerning it now matters. Right? Because you, you can say, but I like it. And human trends have been, you know, back in, the, I can remember when I was a kid growing up, man, you, smoking was the cool thing. Okay, my mom and daddy don't know about this. I was six years old, man. I'm down the street, man. I'm behind a house with some other kids. I'm telling them now she's going to smack me when the service is over. But I'm down the street behind a house with some other kids down there. And, they, and somebody got a cigarette. Probably got it from their parents. But I was about six, seven, eight years old. Back in those days, you know, it's different than now. Today, today, you better keep your eye on your kid every second. But back in the day, man, they used to be able to let us out and say, be home by streetlight. Anybody remember this? You, you be home by streetlight time. You, now your butt better be home by streetlight time. <laughs> but that was a whole different time. That was a time, man, neighbors looked out for neighbors, right? Yeah. Neighbors looked out for kids. Yeah. Yeah, amen. A neighbor could take your kid, spank your kid, bring you down, then bring the kid down to your house. And say, I spanked them because this is what they were doing. And the parent would thank them. That was a whole different generation. This generation, they don't know what I'm talking about. They have no idea what I'm talking about. That was back in the day, man, when they used to be able to spank your butt in school. I'm old enough when they had corporal punishment in school. Amen. The gym teacher had a big old paddle. Bend over, touch them toes. School teacher had a big, I can remember one school teacher I had had a big old toothbrush. Big old huge thing. She'd wrap your nose. Now, this didn't happen to me very often, but you can wind up going to the principal's office. And the principal might light you up too. Then call your mama and daddy, who would then thank the principal for lighting you up and promise when you got home you would get some more. Those of us who grew up in that era know I'm telling the truth, right? 
<laughs> so I'm behind the house with some kids. <laughs> Somebody got a cigarette. And, you know, and I remember I took one. I'm watching them. So it's cool because they just run all these commercials, right? Cigarette smoke's the coolest thing you can see, right? So, so again, don't think television don't influence people. Oh, yeah. Even children. I took a drag on it. I like to have died. Oh, my God. They never had to worry about me touching another one of them things again. I ain't never touched one of them things yet. That was good enough for me. I like to have died. <laughs> I fell on the ground. Amen. Why? It was a carcinogenic. Yeah. Now, praise God. Your mother, uh, let's all, while I'm at it, let me also add weed. <laughs> Marijuana. It's while I'm here. I'm talking about your soul prospering. I'm talking about health. I'm going to get where I'm going. But I gotta stop here for a moment, right? And by we, I know they don't make it legal, but cigarettes was always legal too. It's legal to kill yourself. We know marijuana, praise God, dulls your brain cell. We know this. See, so just because something is legal doesn't mean it's good. So if your mama, if your mama spoke, smoked cigarettes and did all close, you know, dulled herself with marijuana, it might have effect on her child and her womb. And the child be born with a weakened immune system. Or other things relative to what the mother did. Now, you not knowing that now because you were the child. You not knowing that or understanding, that's why I said wisdom, knowledge, understanding. You may not know you had a predilection to certain things. Okay? And it may not have been because of anything you did. It may be because of what those before you did. That's why the Bible talks about how the curse can go to the fourth generation. Because then people then will follow what they grew up with in their home, what people around them did, and they will continue it because it is the norm for them. That's why the Bible talks about raising children certain ways, because raising a child means denying yourself. See, so you don't bring children in the world unless you are ready to give some stuff up. Because if you have not found this out by now, children are, they're still cute. I just, I just went in a big second and this, there's one, two, three, four, four. There's four of my grandkids in the back right now. Okay. I slipped back this for a minute. I had to do something, come back out here. So, amen. They saw me, they came running. You know, they're in that cute stage, right? Come running, jump in my arm, grab my leg, hold on to me. Ah, nah. That same kid is going to be a teenager. And Lord knows we need help from God about teenagers. Remember when you used to be a teenager? Right? You still repenting for the stuff you did.
So what he said here, be in health as your soul prospers. So that means then your health is directly tied to information of the present or past. Hmm? It means, praise God, information, understanding of God's way or word. It's all connected to it. And people are at different understandings, development, and levels on the subject. Now, Isaiah 53, once again, turn over there quickly. Amen. Give me three hallelujahs, somebody, please. Now, Isaiah is prophesying about the Lord Jesus coming and the event what would be the result of his coming, including the fact, praise God, that he would do certain things because God loves you and wants certain things to be. He says here in Isaiah 53, 4, surely, as Isaiah prophesied 700 or so years before Jesus' coming, surely he have carried away our griefs, the word griefs means malady, disease, and sicknesses, and carried our sorrows, which means afflictions, Amen. Also sorrow, of course, and pain. And, and one deals with the physical. The other one deals with the emotional. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So he came not just for you to be physically well. He came for you to be emotionally and spiritually well. Amen. Why? Because man is a tripart being. You are a spirit. You don't have a spirit. You are a spirit. You have a soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions, and you live in a physical body. Science and medicine today only acknowledge two-thirds of man's existence. They only acknowledge the body and the mind. They do not acknowledge that you are a spirit being, even though. Spiritual things absolutely has a direct impact upon your health. Turn it, uh, well, before I get a little ahead of myself. So he bore our griefs and sorrows. Amen. Verse 5 says, he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our sins or iniquities, the restraining of our shalom, our being cured, our being made whole was upon him. And with his stripes or bruise, we are healed and made whole. That's actually what the Hebrew says. So in 1 Peter 2.24, Peter is looking back at this event. Amen. Because Isaiah was prophesying about the coming event. Peter's looking back at the event in 1 Peter 2.24. And he says, with his stripes, you were healed. Amen. And as we like to say, if you were healed, then you are healed. If you are healed, you is healed. That may not be good English, but hallelujah. Amen. So it's God's will, obviously, for you to be healthy. Jesus, when he walked on the earth, he constantly rid of sickness and disease in his presence. When he ran into it, bang, it got to go. Now turn to 1 John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3. And let's take a look again here at verse 8. He that committed sins of the devil. And the word committed here means, praise God, poeo, means continues in it, you know, practices it. Uh, amen. For the devil sinner from the beginning for this purpose. Amen. Edo. Uh, praise God. For this purpose, the son of God was manifested. Yes. That he might destroy 
the works of the devil. Uh, amen. This word destroy, praise God. I believe that Greek word is luo, I think it is. Uh, means not to obliterate something. It means to loosen something. Amen. Amen. Satan is God of this world, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, in whom the God, small case G, of this world have blinded the minds of them that believe not, it says, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ was the image of God should shine unto them. So Satan's in the world right now. He has a legal right to be here, and Jesus told you what he does, kill, steal, and destroy. Kill, steal, and destroy what? Your health, your mind. Amen. Amen. Praise God among other things. Now turn to Luke chapter 13. I got to get somewhere today, so I got to jump over some stuff, but thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm on here for a few weeks, so I'll get there eventually. But Luke chapter 13, verse 11. Behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. And was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. One of the key words is the word spirit there. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from your infirmity. Now she's had it for 18 years. He laid his hands on her immediately. She was made straight and glorified God. Ruler of the synagogue got all upset. You know, you healed on the Sabbath day instead of being happy for the woman being delivered. That's what religion does. You broke my form and custom. You, you weren't supposed to do this this way at this time in this place. What's the matter with you, right? Yeah. They weren't happy the woman was healed. That's religion for you. Christianity is not a religion. It's an experience with somebody who's alive. His name is Jesus Christ. Amen. But then verse 16, Jesus didn't answer those folks and said, shouldn't this woman, seeing that she's a daughter of Abraham, covenant woman, whom Satan hath bound. Be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day. So we see here then that Satan is involved also. Now, I just gave an example and show you how your mother, your, your, you, your parents, praise God, decisions you make, lack of wisdom, lack of understanding, lack of knots on your part without the devil can cause you not to prosper physically. In other words, you can shoot yourself in the head concerning your own health. Then on top of that, then Satan will try and abet that because Satan hates your guts because you are made in the very image of the likeness of God and he hates God and particularly if you say you name the name of God, he wants you dead. Now he wants all humans dead. But he particularly wants Christians and Jews dead. In particular, he wants them dead. And so he will do everything he can. Now, praise God. Turn with me, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Notice what the Bible says here. Amen. In verse 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God. You are the church house of the Spirit of God. It dwells in you or he dwells in you. If any man defiles the temple, the Greek word for defiles is the word pharaoh. It means causes it to waste, to shrivel, to wither, to spoil, or to be ruined. Okay, amen. Him shall God destroy. How does God destroy? He has a system. 
of seed time and harvest. That system works. Whether you know it, believe it, understand it, like it, don't matter. Praise God. The world knows it somewhat, dullness, understanding, but they know it somewhat. What goes around comes around. Huh? Whose temple you are. Now, if you go to chapter 6, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, verse 19, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? He just said that. Which is in you, which you are, uh, which you have of God, and ye are not your own. And if you don't have that underlined, you need to underline it right now, because what he just told you was, your body does not belong to you. Your body was purchased by somebody else, and it was it is not intended for you to treat it like you are a renter. But you are to treat it as though, praise God, you have great respect for the owner. You are bought with a price. That price was the blood of Jesus. Therefore, glorify God in your body. And in your spirit, both belong to God. Amen. Well, doxazo, to glorify Cause it to be honored. So, praise God, what is he telling you? He's telling you, I purchased you with my blood. I gave you a body. I want you to honor that body and honor me because I, the Holy Ghost, is inside of it. Now, God wants that body healthy because his intention is that you be utilized by him to help bring in many into the kingdom of God and to do his work. That's why you're here on earth. I don't know why I'm here. I'm trying to find out why. I can tell you why you are here. You are here to glorify God and do his work. Now, he may have assigned you to a certain place to do it. He may assign you to be in you know, medicine. He may assign you to do it in science. He may assign you to do it in some other field. But whatever field he puts you in is for that purpose. And he gave you that body for that purpose, praise God, to keep it healthy so that you could do that. But guess what happens if you don't take care of that body? What will happen is you will then turn inward. And all your time, focus, and energy will be only inward and not outward. Cause you not to be able to fulfill your assignment. God wants you healed. He wants you healed and healthy, one, cause he loves you. Two, because he's got a job for you. Praise God. And you can't do that job. It's hard to do that job. Praise God. When you're in a situation of being on your deathbed. Now turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And let me get into this a little bit more teeth now. Give me three more hallelujah somebody. Now Paul writing the church at Corinth. He says here, praise the Lord, in verse uh, 16. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man or outside man is actually, see, that's the body he's talking about. The outside man. See, your spirit being, your body is the outside man. It's the covering, right? So he says, praise God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outside man perish. Now the word perish about our outside man, that word means that it rots thoroughly. It decays utterly. 
song, this temporary body given you for your assignment in earth from the day that you come into this world, it, your finest physical day was the day you were born. Talking about the natural. All systems are working. Okay, amen? I mean, assuming all things are equal. Okay. But all systems are working. You at your, your immune system is at its highest. Right? Everything. I mean, it's the reason why. Okay. Uh, and let me say this. Medicine. Should never be politicized. Health and healing should never. It is a crime to politicize this. To make this Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, black, white. Health is not to be politicized. Are you listening to me? You need the Lord Jesus into your life and you say, how can I receive him? It's very easy. The Bible said in Romans 10, 9, if you will acknowledge him with your mouth, believe God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Ask him to come into your life right now. Tell him you believe he's alive and well. He will come into your life and save you and you'll never be the same. Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you'll receive this pre-selected Book of the Month. God's not bad at you. Please visit www.keithsbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift. Hi, I'm Keith Butler. I want to tell you about something very important to your life, Pistis Bible School. We have a Bible school in Russian, in English, and in French, praise God, and, and Bible classes that will help you and teach you what Jesus said in Matthew 28. He said not only for us to go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, but he said, teach them to observe. That word observe means to guard from loss or injury. In other words, we'll train you how to walk in God's way, how to defend against the enemy and know your rights in Christ. You need Pistis Bible School or our Bible classes and you'll be blessed if you do. In the name of Jesus. Well, praise God, we're taking the Word of God to Western and Southern Europe and other parts of the world. God wants everyone to hear the Word. You know, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, it says, teach all nations. Then it goes on, praise God, Teach them to observe what God from lost, all the things that Jesus taught them. So I want you to know when you support Keith Butler Ministries, you have a chance for the gospel to go just beyond your neighborhood, teach people around the world. We want to thank you for your prayers and your support, and always remember, fight the good fight of faith.